Hi everyone, I am Shub and welcome to another episode of Little Wisdom, where we look into science and spirituality to strengthen our wisdom and self-awareness. Follow us on Instagram at Little Wisdom Podcast. Okay, today's episode is about the seven types of rest we all need and how to get it. If you're exhausted or constantly feeling tired more often than not, in spite of getting enough sleep, then this is for you. Let's go. Why do you keep saying that? What do you mean? I asked. When you say bye to everyone, you keep saying, get some rest, he said. I denied it, and as our banter continued, a colleague waved goodbye, and I called out, bye, have a good weekend, and hey, get some rest. (laughs) With my friend looking very proud of himself, I realized he was right. I did indeed have that habit, and I still do to this day. What I didn't know is how wise it is of me to say that, because there are seven types of rest that we all need in order to recuperate. Have you ever felt tired even after getting enough sleep? Exhausted even though your day just began? Or feeling that your energy is depleted, zapped, even though you check all the boxes of eating and sleeping enough? Well, then that sounds like a good place to start to examine if you're getting the type of rest that you need. In a viral TED Talk, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith speaks about the real reason you may feel tired even though you've been getting enough sleep or physical rest. She says, We go through life thinking we've rested because we've gotten enough sleep. But in reality, we're missing out on the other types of rest we desperately need. The result is a culture of high-achieving, high-producing, chronically tired, and chronically burnt-out individuals. We're suffering from a rest deficit because we don't understand the true power of rest. Honestly, you don't even need to look that far. You can see we're a tired generation. You see it in the memes that people share on Facebook about adulting and being exhausted all the time till you die. You hear people saying, I'm so tired, more often than they say, I feel great, or I got some great rest last night. Being rested has become a luxury, especially with the whole hustle-hard culture. And seriously, that has got to change. So while a good night's sleep is one way to change things, here's the other types of rest you may need, but be deficient of. I'll go through each of the types of rest briefly. And I'll also give you a tip or two to ensure that you make it happen. Okay, let's start with the common one. Number one, physical rest. So, there's two kinds of physical rest, passive and active. Passive includes exactly what we were talking about earlier, sleep and taking naps. And it's also really weird because when you're a kid, you get annoyed when you're asked to take a nap. But when you're an adult, naps are wonderful. Active rest, on the other hand, involves restorative activities. So think of gentle stretching, yogic asanas, massage therapy, and so on. Going for a 10-mile run or an hour of lifting weights at the gym does not count as active physical rest. You gotta think of peace and calm and master ugwe in Kung Fu Panda. 
But here's the thing. If you're having trouble falling asleep, how are you going to get physical rest? And 62% of adults in the world report that they're not sleeping as well as they'd like. So what can you do? I'm not going to talk about, uh, you know, shut off screen time or read a book because I think you know that stuff. That's just common. But what I will share with you is an Ayurvedic tip. So for those of you not familiar, Ayurveda is a 5,000-year-old alternative medicine practice with roots in India. Ayur means life and Veda means science or knowledge. So if your lack of sleep is keeping you up, before or after your bath in the evening, give yourself a foot massage. Don't go at it like your life depends on it. Okay, take your time. You've been on your feet all day, wearing shoes, running around. And not only are your feet neglected, they also have nerves that are connected to the rest of your body. Traditionally, you can also massage your scalp in addition to your feet. But let's start small. Grab an oil or even a moisturizer you like and care for your feet that keep you grounded and standing up all day. Okay, let's dig a little deeper. Number two, mental rest. I could almost hear people thinking, ah, yes, that is me. I need mental rest. So this is about giving your mind a break from information inputs, decision-making, and allowing it a space to process. When your brain doesn't have time to process, it affects your ability to remember new information and cement memories from the day or the week into your brain. So how do you make sure you get mental rest? Go to your work calendar and slot in a five-minute nothing time every hour. Look out the window. Maybe rub your palms together and when they're warm, place them over your closed eyes. If you're standing in line, stop checking your phone. Just stand there. You're waiting to pick up someone? Just wait. Don't scroll. I know your life is busy, so take whatever you can of these moments to take the mental rest. The idea is to do nothing and also to expect nothing from yourself. You're not supposed to have some amazing kind of revelation in those moments. It's just do nothing. That's it. And that feeling you have that, oh, I should be doing something right now. I should be doing this. Maybe I can use these five minutes to reply to that email. Let that feeling go. Coming up next is three, spiritual rest. This, of course, can involve feeling connected to the religion that you practice. But for all those people who are not religious, it's getting rest from drawing a sense of meaning um, or purpose from your life and how it's connected to those around you. If faith doesn't do this for you, I'll share one way that I find spiritual rest. Run away. <laughs> Run away from the city and get as close to nature as your surroundings allow. A walk in the park, maybe go by the beach, go to the forest. To me, these places are like a bomb. And they help you see what a big, beautiful world we have and that everything has a life, has a spirit, has a name. That's from Pocahontas, by the way. I love that growing up. So nature is uh, especially helpful in making you see that things have their own way in time. You're not Atlas, so stop carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. Instead of fighting and going against the waves, sometimes flowing with them will bring you to more magnificent places that you yourself may not have created by trying to control everything. 
flowing over now to the fourth type of rest. And this one is going to hit a lot of people is emotional rest. This, my friends, is where you get off the people-pleasing roller coaster and say what you really want to say. It's about being true and honoring your own emotions and expressing them freely. Stop holding in the no and saying yes, even though it's breaking you from the inside. Because when you keep holding in your frustration, your anger, your grief, your dissatisfactions, they are going to show up in other interactions and be taken out on other people. I was hesitant to use this example, but I think if I use it, you're not going to forget it. So think of it like constipation. Man, when you're full of crap, it's bad for you. It's just lodged there and it's spreading toxic remnants in your body. You've got to get it out so your system can be clean and so you can get your appetite back. You can get your emotions out by talking to someone you trust. Or if everyone pisses you off and you trust nobody, then trust a piece of paper. Journal it down. It doesn't need to make sense. It just needs to get out. You can keep the piece of paper or when you're ready, rip it up and let it go. All right. Next type of rest is a little bit underrated. But that's what I feel. It's creative rest. So this is important for brainstorming, ideation, and for people that engage in a lot of problem solving. Contrary to popular belief, I want to take a moment here to say this. Everyone can be creative. You just need the right environment and you need a safe space to explore it. Creativity and innovation requires thinking out of the box. It requires disruption. So naturally, in order to do this, you also need to be in a place or do something different. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results. So go visit somewhere, maybe an art exhibition, or see some awe-inspiring sights in nature. Maybe put up some uplifting, colorful photos, or stick some images of places you love on your work desk. The idea is to go somewhere or have moments in the day where you can look at something or recall something that brings you inspiration. Maybe it's a person. Hang out with that person a little more. You want to get that wow feeling, that awe feeling, that, oh, wow, I didn't think of that. Or, oh, this is wonderful. Something like that. Okay? The next type of rest, the sixth one, is one that I feel the need to get a lot more <laughs> as I get older. I mean, in addition to physical rest. But number six is sensory rest. Oops, I just hit my microphone there. Clearly feel very strong about this one. So when you're in a crowded cafe and you're trying to have a conversation with someone, I want you to picture that. Okay, just imagine that the last time you had coffee with someone in a cafe or a restaurant or whatever. You can be present and you can engage in the chat. But it doesn't mean that the surrounding movement and hustle-bustle is being completely ignored by your brain. Even though you're talking to that person who you're sitting with, everything else that's happening around you, your movement, this and that, it's actually still being processed by your subconscious. Or it's trying to process it, rather. So celebrities probably require a lot of this rest, and I don't think they get enough of it, which is why it really, I think, 
can be overwhelming for them. Of course, it's beautiful to share your craft with the world, but if you have to experience crowds, flashing lights, loud music, back-to-back interviews on a regular basis without rest, it's a sensory overload. For those of us at home or in the offices, even bright lights, computer screens, background noise, excessive Zoom calls, they can also fuel this type of sensory overload. So how can you rest your senses? Find a quiet place. Not the horror movie on Netflix, but just a peaceful, calm, quiet place. So if you're a parent and a quiet place sounds like a place far, far away, then go to the toilet and just sit for a minute or two with your eyes closed. But fall asleep at your own risk. I will not be liable for that. All right, what is the last type of rest that we all need? Drum roll. It is social rest. I'm an ambivert, so I take this type of rest a lot. As you probably have guessed, this is making time to socialize with yourself. Take time to experience and enjoy your own company and do whatever you like, even if it's nothing. Also, you don't necessarily need to be alone for this. If you're going to be around people, then be with those that nurture and uplift you. The kind where you feel that you can fully unwind. Think about that friend or family member or cousin or colleague that whenever you're around them, you can talk, you can be yourself. And when you walk away from that conversation, you actually walk away feeling lighter and feeling happy. So that is also a type of social rest. But stay away from those that make you feel drained. Have you ever had that? You know, when you talk to someone or you meet someone and then after meeting them, when you're on your way back home, you're just like, oh man, I'm zapped. (laughs) All right. So stay away from people who make you feel drained or exhausted. I would suggest that uh, once a week, have a day or half a day just dedicated to your social rest, whether it means being alone, spending time with yourself, doing whatever you want, or, or spending time with that person or a small group of people who make you feel lighter by the time you're done talking to them. All right? Okay, those are the seven types of rest. I think I need some of that rest after recording this. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, physical rest, which is passive and active. So basically sleeping and stretching. If sleep is tricky for you, massage your feet before you go to bed. Number two, mental rest. Learn to do nothing and expect nothing. Three, spiritual rest. Nurture the feeling of connectedness and purpose to something bigger than yourself. Go into nature if you want to feel this. Number four, emotional rest. Be honest and say or write down how you feel. Get rid of the emotional constipation. Five is creative rest. Be where you feel inspired. Six is sensory rest. Relaxing your senses through quiet time and no screen time. And the last one, social rest. Make time for your own company. Be with those who energize you. That, ladies and gentlemen, is all I have. Thank you for listening and share this with someone who needs to know this information. I swear from the point that I've uh, found this out and gotten into the detail of doing research, 
for this episode, I've been sharing this with a lot of people because I know I hear it a lot. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And usually we don't know what to do. So this is how we can start doing something about it and reclaiming back our energy. Actually, reclaiming and back is pretty much, I guess, the same thing. So basically, this is how you reclaim your energy. All right, I'll catch you next time. Take care, stay wise as always, and hey, get some rest. <laughs>